Is Jeff Bezos's ex-wife getting hormone therapy in Texas? Probably not, but those are some of the things we talk about in today's episode, Bonjan. Is Jeff Bezos giving his kids hormone therapy? Probably not, because they're all over We didn't talk about that either. Yeah. Enjoy. Enjoy. Get in it. in high school to that song like middle school allegedly you used to like you know hang out to that song you did yeah not that well this specific song i just played with like a random remix of jolene ah uh, yeah oh, no I, I didn't really bump dolly parton being rambunctious jolene good song though i don't think she it's i think it's a freaking cover song of i don't think dolly parton even wrote it Man, white people who cares about writing? Man, just saying, in, in, I would in, be surprised if everything's written by a computer these days. There was one headline I saw that I think was in AI song or something, or or something. It's pretty, it's pretty dang close that part. Hmm, Ricker and Bond, what's going on? It's Monday, the favorite day of your day because it's two day. Best day. Whenever someone asks me, hey, how's, how's your day going? I say, best one yet, Jack. And they're like, Billy. why? And I'm just like, yeah, that's just what I say when people ask me that. Billy? Yeah, Billy. Oh, man, I'm trying so hard not to sneeze right now. Oh, you can do it, dude. Now, now it's hard not to, you know? Nah. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Hey, everybody. It's me. It's your boy, Bon. <laughs> Back still there okay all right here we go all right we're good what's up oh my god this is all <laughs> um holy shit okay so one month wait here it is <laughs> there we go congrats. okay all right so what are we talking about jolene jolene but you said one month and it sounded very leading Oh, yeah, I kind of don't even want to talk about it anymore now that I said it. Okay, for sure. Um, uh, shout out Peter from Norway. Well, what's going on with Peter? He said uh, he wanted to come to America. Yeah? And hang out. Well, Peter, you can't stay at my house. It's a little, it's a boundary I will, But if you want to meet up in an undisclosed location far from where I live, I'll say hey. I also told him the same thing. <laughs> like, hey, man, we dig you, but, you know. You can't just be hanging out from 
random locations in Norway. Hey man, I got I got a wife and three little kids, bro. Like I got a cat. Are you gonna eat my cat? I don't know what they do over there in Norway. Yeah, I don't know what cats do over there. Dude, you know what I was watching? I was scrolling through the television. There's something called the Africa Channel. This is in like the depths of like the hundreds for a cable, right? And uh-huh. it was like African programming from Africa. And there is a program that was like a dude. He's like kind of a celebrity. He's kind of like a reality show VH1 vibe. But uh, I think the whole show, besides just this episode, was like him being like Chinese. I thought that was very propagandish because there's a lot of Chinese like uh, uh, occupation in Africa for like strategic things for China. And I was like, this is weird, bro. Like he's a Chinese person? No, not like, it was like him doing China stuff, Chinese stuff. He was like, uh, he was like, yeah, it was him. It was like, I'm pretty sure it was the whole premise of the series. But this episode, he was like, he had this uh, lady, Chinese lady, who was like his friend, but maybe it didn't seem like his friend. It was all very kind of fake and like not very well done fake. Uh, and he was like, there's this parable that the Buddha said, you're not a man until you touch the Great Wall of China. So to become a Chinese man, I have to, um, he was like, I was a, a native uh, South African country man, but now to become a Chinese man, I got to cut touch the Great Great Wall of China. And then there's a trek to the, the wall. I was like, this is just a little weird. I don't know if I, want to, if I would want to go to China right now. Well, I mean, it was a TV show. All I'm saying was there's, there's integrated Chinese uh, media in, in the Africa channel, which I thought was, uh, I mean, that's kind of jarring from an American perspective. Would you go to Europe right now? I'm chilling. Uh, I was like, hey, uh, party, I mean, uh, you're invited, Spain. event. Come to dope one. Come to France for France on on us. I mean, you'd say no. Uh, maybe like a year off. In a year. Yeah, oh, I wouldn't even trip on the like. I mean, I trip a tiny bit on the war stuff. But like, if I if I did go, then it's like, oh, we're really taking over Europe now, and I'm like, oh, come on, you're gonna occupy the, the state as soon as I get in there. Come on. I mean, France is like two uh, two countries deep, so you got some cushion there. That's what I'm saying. I would go to like Spain. Spain is like the like is it like the southwest of the Europe. Yeah, you know, and you can see Africa. You can see the the tip of Africa's dick on there. That's hot. Um, there's gonna be so much stuff of just salacious things in this podcast that someone's gonna dig up. See, not salacious, but like just. Dirty words. I plan on just being so wealthy, it doesn't even matter. So, so, so the uh, undeniable, if you will. Yeah. So here's the here's the thing with cancellation, right? It's obviously a hit on your reputation is bad, but it becomes very bad when you rely on that reputation and get you money. So, like, someone like Joe Rogan money's going to be coming in regardless so I, I think he's fine you know reputation is very with the, within certain things not not the public as a whole maybe but reputation mm-hmm. is important reputation is important because it's trust and you need trust in other people to in order to do things unless you can just give undeniable results which... okay speaking of reputation yeah so i was i think last week we were talking about um 
Dorian, right? Yeah. And I just looked up I looked up his his course and um on Trustpilot. Yeah. Very low reviews, right? And for I was the reading course or for him. For the Okay, so it's for the course cuz people are like looking up whether the course is worth it. Uh-huh. So people are saying a lot of people were saying the course was good. Dorian is just so rude. They can't possibly rated like five stars and all of them said that and one of them was like i was considering buying the course but i asked him a simple question on his live and he was just a dick for no reason so now i'm not recommending that's interesting and then i like he's leaning in full heel heel is a wrestling term yeah and then i compare that with someone like gary v who's like all about you just got to be kind no matter what yeah and that like sticks with that's like that's yeah, like I mean, if I, it is like a hundred x character of a person. So like, one content to just like over doing the character for content. But yeah, if I was if I was gonna do either extreme, I would do extreme love rather than extreme uh, push. Yeah, I mean, I get the cockiness. Like that's cool, but like sometimes sometimes just straight up like, dude, like what? It's also it's also is a good like polarizing marketing thing. Like if that is your personality off top, then and everyone's like dick dick dick, he's a dick 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 dick. And then you could be like to you like your real close circle of consumers be like actually yeah, he's just a, he's just a dick to you all. The ones <laughs> the ones that pay for his prime prime course, he says he loves. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and Steve Jobs was a dick too. And he still sold lots of stuff. Yeah, it's also like a little no different. Like, like I'm I said, not buying from Apple because Steve Jobs is mean. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. As long as the result is undeniable, your brand can be whatever at a certain extent. I do say reputation matters in circles to make results because, like, relationships, you have to do relationships to make good results, even if it is a. Uh, Cheap that's just iPhone. that's just shitty because like if I look at like Dorian music course, it's the it's the first poppy uppy, and you can also um, twist that and use that as content. Be like, hey, you guys literally says the the course is great. Why do you care about? See, that's a great. This, this is something that should should do. Say that you guys say course course oh course is great. Course has gotten me money, but you're complaining about freaking how I talk on a live like losers. Dang, I don't want to. I don't want to like call him out on the pod, but I forgot what his company's called. Group eighty two. Oh, I was typing in eighty six. I'm an alumni, dude. Oh no, group eighty two is six review, six stars. Group eighty two. Um, I was making a joke. It's bad. Uh, group eighty two music review. Yeah, no, don't do this. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Okay, so it's not all bad, but like, yeah, it's pretty bad. There's a couple five stars in here, but there's a lot of like. What is the the general topic of sentiment? So here's a three star review. Don't read it, but is it is it course related or like what? This this so this three star review is about his character. This one star review is about his character. This one star review is about him. This one star review is about him. One star review terrible customer service. Does the course does the course do something for you, lads? Five star review. This five star review is saying that he didn't even buy the course; he won it in a contest, so he didn't even pay for it. 
Um, um, the character is important when you're working with people. But like I said, you're the face of the, your product. Yeah. But like I said, if the result, if you have uh, testimony to the result of, of the thing, then you can just be like, hey, if you guys can't freaking take a, a guy yelling for content on the internet, then you're not, you're not going to be able to take anything. You could, you could say it's a whole, it's, it's literally to, to help you prepare for social media fame when people get in your comments and start being a dick to you. You could say anything. You could twist that in a great way, especially if you have results. The only thing that matters, Bonjen, is the score line. You know what a score line is? What? I think it's soccer related specifically, but it's the freaking score at the end of the game. You can say you tried hard, but at the end it's 101 to 100 and there's a W and an L. All right, answer this question. So sure. let's say he gets, he gets his money and the person gets their course. How do you explain a bad customer service? No, they, uh, that's why I said bad. You, that's, just, that's just bad. Well, back to uh, you buy the course. It's on Coursera. It's on freaking Kajabi. What, what do you need to be serviced? Oh, I don't know. I, me personally, I wouldn't I'm need anything. the other side. But if I was like, I, I there, if there's multiple, like guy. if there's, if there's something and you get it in your, and you get, you get a whole freaking three hours I recorded. Unless like I said, there was something else that, that is, that is what you are the customer of. Enjoy the service. A what? If, if if you're complaining about customer service and you're buying the product, you get the product already in Kajabi of five hours of, of me re recording stuff that you bought. Unless I said it was something else. Uh -huh. Unless I was saying that I talked to you every day for three minutes on Tuesdays, which I would never do because that's an idiotic thing to do. That is what you bought. That's what you're the customer of and there's no nothing else to service. Okay, well, first of all, I personally don't agree with that, but okay. But let me see this terrible because I think that when you give someone a product, even though it's it's theirs now, if they're having trouble with it, you as a company should go above and beyond and help them. Let's just say what is the problem? If it's a Kajabi course, I you buy a Kajabi course is. and it's probably no problem at all unless like your internet doesn't work. Um it so says here that actually the customer service is about Spotify placements. That's all. I'm done talking about someone else's business, please. But, uh, yeah. That being said, for certain sects of a customer base, the highest, highest of net worth of whatever you're selling to, not kind of random Instagram people, it is nice to have a service of customer relationship. But it's also nice to be in a place where you can say, hey, go screw yourself. Okay, well. Dang. I, <laughs> I, I'm on the, I don't, I don't agree with that, but. Didn't Jeff Bezos say that customers always right no matter what? If you have a customer based business. Which is, and also, business, right? no, that's not right. <laughs> But there's there's something to be said about a business that 
you literally want everyone to be buying from a lot of Amazon. But if I'm a person and well, it's I not a business that is servicing everybody. I was just using Amazon as an example. It, but like let's I'm say it's a niche is, business that only a couple people buy from you, right? Let's say you have ten customers and they spend a lot of money with you. Yeah, that is You're not gonna tell them to go fuck themselves. And even if it's five hundred customers, that spend a medium amount of money with you. If it's if it's because you want to retain them. If you have to retain people that aren't loyal, and, and maybe the disloyalty comes from bad service, which is just not great. Services services needed. But if I'm someone and I'm trying to do something and I have to rely on people nitpicking from a low to medium price on Instagram, I would veer towards not having to cater to those people. Because we said the thing of like 300,000 customers have a lot less to say than $300 customers. $300 customers complain a lot more and blah, 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 which is probably true. Not to say service isn't needed, service is needed, but if it's egregious, then I would rather not need a $300 customer. Okay. Now, in the case of Amazon, where your customer is just general, a generalist company, company, customer, yes, utmost customer service is needed. What about in and out Lots of customers. Very general. cost. Yeah, very general. Need to be nice. But you don't need to be nice when it's not a general customer, is your argument. If you're giving what is said to be given, then you still need to be nice. But if there's people acting up, if there's act ups. Well, let's let's say it's not an act up because some customers like, yeah, I agree with you there. Let's just say like, let's just say I'm not the smartest guy in the world and I need like a little extra help. Like I come to you to like service my speakers or something and you fix them. They work fine. Right. But I like don't know how to work them now because it's a little different. And I call you and you're just an asshole to me. I'm never going to use your service again. I'm going to tell my friends not to use you because you're a dick, even though you're cut. You fixed my speakers. Still kind of general, but yes, general, you shouldn't. But what I'm saying is, if you put yourself in a position and you have to take calls of a customer, and you're not putting out things that are like will always solve what the customer wants with like content. Say this is how you fix your speakers, so you don't have to be called upon. If you don't have a uh, customer service automation set up, if you put yourself in that position, it's a bad position to be in. Well, oh yeah, I agree with you there. But let's say it's not you personally; it's your employee. And yes, your customer they should, service they should, is also they should not ass. be dicks. But I'm saying is there should be expectations if you're in a certain line of work, and that is a work where you can one survive without a general customer, and two not be put in a position to have to deal with people complaining where it, it is not needed. If there's complaining and it is on your fault and every, every complaint is good feedback. Like the negative stuff is a lot more valuable than positive stuff. 
Um, but you shouldn't be in that position. And I, I don't skew dick. I do skew. You should be polite to people. But if there's, I, a, if there's act up, if there's things that are out of line with what has been contracted for, like this is what I'm giving you. I put content out every day. You can literally do a lot of stuff. Not like, hey, I bought a thing and the thing that I bought hasn't been done yet. Go do that thing. You know, that's a given. But little jerks that paid $50 that won't be loyal to you. It's not worth the time of saying a comment of, hey, you showed up five minutes late. Jafil? I feel you. I agree with you. But that doesn't stop the bad reviews that deter future customers. That is true. That is true. That's my issue. That's my problem. Yeah. So, like, you know, that's my my point is every you got to do everything in your power to not get bad reviews. That is what would come in with, okay, this person, you you need to have, like, 10x more positive armies at your wield. You know, you got to be like, all right, if I comment my course, if comment my course helped you and you have a YouTube comment full of flowing comments, then that will show your proof of worth, your testimonials versus a one star on Trustpilot. It's all risk reward. You got to have more reward than you have risk. You got to have more good than outweigh the bad. I'm horrified of getting a bad review on my clarity page. And, and why is that? Because then that deters future business. So I'm always just like... Probably means that you gotta nice. not be super reliant on that. And you know what I've found is that even if I don't know something, if you're just nice and just be like, you know what, I'm not sure about that. But I yeah. can research and get back to you. Like, they'll still leave a five-star review. Yeah. It's fucking, it's crazy. But even with a good Amazon product, there's always bad reviews. Yeah, and the bad reviews get show up on page eleven instead of page one. They show right up. They show right up there. This no, is no, no, the no, good no. opinions. The, uh, this is the bad opinions. The uh, I'm saying the products with more bad reviews rank worse in search. They're always there. But yes, I agree. If you're in a service of customing, uh, servicing a customer one on one. If you don't have an undeniable result, then you have to kiss ass a little bit. Also, the, the natural inclination is to be compliant with a customer that gives up time and has chosen you to be like trustworthy of. I'm not saying the opposite. <laughs> it is very it, different when you're uh, when you when it's your company versus someone else's. I do not care about being nice when I'm like working at Domino's, you know? Yeah. That's just me, but. Well, I would still be nice. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to I'm not gonna be like, hey, welcome to Domino's. How are you doing today? You know? Sure. I mean, yeah, I'll I probably do that, tired. but I'm not going to like kiss their ass like I will on the phone. Yeah. It depends, man. Like, it's very dependent. And, 
that being said, I do always skew towards like the opposite of what I just said for 15 minutes. But uh, yeah, put yourself in a position where you can be the heel too. Steve Jobs was the heel. He was the wrestling term for a bad guy. If you, if you can. The Hitler on stage, as my old boss used to call it. Like, or the Hitler if you can be, and you shouldn't be, you should be a good dude. But if, you know, you just happen to be a little orny, ornery, and rub, rub people the wrong way, then you should have a result to back up. It's the only way. Uh, Steph Curry, apparently, I don't know if he's injured, man. I don't know if he's injured. This was supposed to be brought up like 35 minutes ago, but I don't know what's going on. It scared me. Apparently he's got a boot and it's not cowboy related. I think it's injury related, man. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. What the fuck? He said he's no longer in a boot. I don't know what's going on. Is it his ankle? He's had a lot of ankle stuff before. I just don't. I just die. I don't know. I don't know. That's fucking I'm not about to say that's funny. That's not funny. That sucks. Hey, man, thanks. Thanks for uh, really connecting with me on that level. Uh, I hope he is not in too much pain. I hope hey, he thanks. is continuing to get his ab exercises in and work <laughs> on his shot. He probably did you know, a lot of core. Um, I hope that <laughs> someone doesn't take his wife while he's injured. Just yeah, someone would swoop in and say, hey, you got an injury, you got an ankle injury, it's my time to shine, baby. That's how it used to be. Like, what's he going to do? <laughs> run, he can't run to save her. Um, remember, uh, I bet you, like, most injuries back in the day, like, serious injuries would just heal incorrectly and you'd just be <laughs> fucked up for life. Yeah, probably wouldn't have a good outpatient routine. That's what happened to my grandpa. He had a limp. Because he broke his leg when he was a kid, and it didn't heal right, I guess. And I always thought he was limping because he was old, but nah. Dang, he's limping because he was freaking hurt himself decades ago. Yeah, that's crazy. Well, does he still at least you know get a good jump shot up? No, he's dead. Oh uh, well. Yeah, say la vie, I suppose. Say la vie for you uncultured swine is such as life in French. What does that mean? Oh, such as life. Yeah. It's like, that's just the way it is. Things never be the same. Yeah. At least no, he won't. wasn't, no, like, won't. young. Say it again? At least he wasn't, like, young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty dope to live a lot and survive and see cool things. Damn. So, um... I was just like scrolling through TMZ looking for some news. Yeah. Um, Foo Fighters guy died. I was gonna. I I did have that on on a tab. Yeah, dude. Pre P lame. Like if you've ever like seen Foo Fighters images, you've probably seen them. Fifty. Um. You know, first Kurt, now him. You know. What's going on with What's going on with Grohl? Grohl might not take that well, dude. Jesus. Oh. Um, He's the blonde see, guy try, with kind of like big teeth, I think. I'm trying to see how he died. He died like yesterday, dude. <laughs> yeah, think, but like, was it like drugs or? I don't know. I don't think it's been released yet. Is what I mean by he died yesterday. Looks like he used to be. Damn, 50. That's so young. That sucks. 
The Bogotoa Bogota Municipal Government issued a statement Saturday that the city's emergency center had received a report of a patient with chest pain and sent an ambulance. A private ambulance arrived as well, it said. Health workers tried to revive him, but were unable to do so. It said the cause of death was under investigation. Oh, dude. Speaking of that, I was at work yesterday. Yeah. And I'm only going to work there for like a week longer. I put in my two weeks. Yeah. Um, but I work at a park, for those who don't know. And this fucking homeless guy had a seizure, dude. I don't know. And just like dropped down to the ground. And I fucking like ran over to him and called 911. Jesus. And they were like, yo, you got to give this guy chest compressions. Paramedics are on their way. Dang. And I was like, damn, all right, this is it's go time. So I did but... that. And they were like telling me, yo, so two inches deep and like two times a second. And the whole time I was like, bro, I really hope this guy doesn't die right now because not really trying to give him mouth to mouth. But also that would be weird if a guy literally just died in front of me. Yeah. Um, and also it sucked that a guy died. So I was doing yeah. that and then people were like coming over and like watching me. And yeah. um I was like praying to God that someone would be like, I'm a doctor, I'll step <laughs> in. <laughs> You're fucking Jesus, it up. You're making dude. it worse. You were on the inside of all the things that happen to people usually where something happens and you like look over there. I was yeah, it was fucking and it was so lame, dude, because it was happening and like three people were watching it. And I was like, is anybody going to do anything? All right, I guess I am. And so Dang. I ran. And then paramedics came finally. And apparently he has seizures all the time. Oh, no. And like he had one like the week before at the park, too. Dang. Uh, so, you just yeah. trying to die at the park, man. Let him die. I know. I was like, damn, dude, please don't die right now. Dang. Yeah. How long did it take for ambulance? I would say like seven minutes it's <laughs> a long time i mean it felt, it's pretty it short felt but like, way longer. yeah that's it felt like 20 minutes and i know seven minutes for an ambulance is pretty sick <laughs> yeah i was like thinking i don't know where exactly they came from yeah but it was like it was like at five o'clock in the afternoon so it was peak traffic um well in the middle of downtown la so they're yeah. just around the corner just waiting Literally, seven minutes dude. way to go i suppose but yeah, that was fucking. That's crazy. Maybe maybe David Grohl's drummer Taylor Hawkins. What a rock name, Taylor Hawkins. <laughs> What's so funny about Taylor Hawkins? I know someone has the last name Hawkins. That sounds like a rock name. Oh man, that sucks. You know why it happened? Because they have a movie coming out called Studio Six Six Six, and it's about the devil. Damn, that is lame too. They they uh they made a movie. And homie dies before the movie releases. It would be quite humorous if Grohl was like, hey, I'm super religious now. That's what trauma trauma will do to you, make you religious. Probably. Man, that's lame, dude. It's kind of because, like, I knew his face. Because, like, if you see the Foo Fighters, like, a couple of times, he's always a fun dude. Like, he's a dope drummer. I liked his drumming. Just played Lollapalooza, Argentina. It's probably a dope show. And you have kids? I feel like he does. Let me control F without... Thank you. Kid, children. Ah, wife, children, and family. Damn. 
sucks. Lame. Lame, lame, lame. Anyways, the war. What's going on? Yeah, what's going on with the war? So, um, I keep reading that Russia's not, like, looking so hot in terms of casualties, and also they have rearranged their war strategy to not take over the entire country of Ukraine, but a portion of it. However, the anxiety still looms, the cloud of anxiety still looms, whether Putin is crazy enough to launch a chemical weapon into the country, at which point Joe Biden said America would directly get involved, making Uh, World War III. I'm still worried about the China perspective of China and Putin chilling with each other. I think that's what a lot of people... Do you think so? So, like, here's the thing. Let's say China and Putin are, like, they're obviously in bed together. Do you think America would be, like, ever be, like, yo, no more China. We're cutting cutting off business. America? Yeah. No, it's a lot harder for America to do that. That would be devastating. You're also, America America is also very indebted to China monetarily. Um, Do you think that would hurt? That probably hurt America more than China, right? It would be painful. It's painful on both sides. They love their Apple and they love their Disney. Painful on both sides. There's a lot, (laughs) there's a lot more uh, that America depends on from China than people think. Movies are like kind of depend on Chinese box office. Shout out Doctor Strange. Um, it's so crazy, huh? How like yeah. two completely different governments rely on each other for so much. Hey, that's a pretty beautiful thing, man. Like you, you got to be able to see that other people running a society have a different view of how you want to run the society, and sometimes just say, "All right, you run your society." Isn't it interesting though that for? We're exporting a lot of culture and they're exporting a lot of labor. Yeah, man, I, that really did down on me. It was like, and there was a, there was a cool stat where like nowhere where, where there's a McDonald's has there been like a war. Um, <laughs> yeah, and, and you realize like it really is like very culture based. Like there is not a lot of good physical exportation coming out of this country. Coca-Cola, music movies and i'm sure there's other stuff i'm sure there's like a couple other sectors but like besides besides it really is like the domination is via defense and money and not goods where you can't cut off people i guess the good is the currency that's very a good thing to, <laughs> if, if there's one thing to be able to export and rule across a lot of places it might currency is probably a good one instead of you know, concrete or something. Imagine if they had YouTube in China. Fucking, they would love fucking Mr. Beast over there. It is. Mr. Beast is a very, like, Japanese-esque program. He was like, saying that his shit's like, I think he was saying it's more popular in India than any other country. besides. Yeah, that. it's very, like, if you ever watch, like, a Japanese game show, like, I'm not sure if they're all like that but it seems like you can plug it into anywhere and it's very like oh this is like this is playtime and fun yeah. <laughs> it's like global fun because like the, the the language barrier you have to hit the cut off and you have to have just like big emotions and boop, 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 boop. And, Mr. and you can Japanese plug that into anywhere would be hilarious 
Say it again. A Mr. Beast Japanese dub would be hilarious. Yeah, I mean, it's a it's legit a Japanese game show. Fuck. I wouldn't be surprised if that man was into anime and Japanese culture first. That's hilarious. Fucking Very, uh, basically another, sh uh, a, uh, a cut every two seconds, which I found was very interesting. Cut two seconds, cut to something very fast paced. I did watch one video for the first time of Mr. Beast and, um, it, it it's an, it's, <laughs> it is Damn. Gen X programming. Very so fast paced. I'm also looking at these pictures of Lollapalooza, Argentina. Yeah. Huge crowd, all American, all American performers. Yeah. And I just don't see the opposite here. Yeah. There like is Post Malone um, in Argentina. What the fuck? I mean, I was looking, there's a really cool, uh, there's this firm that does music stuff. Let me see if I can find the source. But it was, uh, it, it told like, growth of streaming and, and locations of stuff. And um, talk real quick. Yeah, like Doja Cat in Argentina. Miley Cyrus. Imagine being in a country. And all your faves are just, like, from another country. I mean, fucking Bad Bunny does some numbers here, but... Other than that... Other than that... Damn, I want to go to Argentina. Um... Hope everybody's having a good week. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Global Music Report, IFPI, which stands for, yikes, they don't have their acronym on top of their page. Something with phonographic, um, here, it's a fun, I'm going to message it over you via the internet, or the International Federation of the Phonographic Industry. Um, and then it was showing the geolocations of... I think streaming. Let me load. It's a it's a slow load. I think this I I was gonna time. say I have a I have gig internet. Yeah, it's a, it's it's on the slow website. Yeah, I would I think if I would guess that it looks like they're using WordPress. I would do some updates, maybe like maybe like remove some of the plugins in the back end, guys. Just a just some just some free free game. Figures by region. So I think this is growth year over here. Um, if I'm not mistaken, Latin America, 31%, Middle East, North Africa, 35%, U.S. and Canada was 22% of streaming growth, of revenue growth, rather, for the music industry. This is the slowest website I've ever Latin heard. America representing 3.9% of the global market. And let's see if they have that figure for the United States. Um, I don't think they do. Uh, Latin America, 3.9% of the global market. 2021 was the 12th year of consecutive growth in the region, and revenues were up 31.2%. Streaming revenues accounted for 859 of the Latin American market. And I think streaming 
that is on track with everything else. Yeah, streaming dominates. And then second is physical. Third is other digital downloads. And performance is above digital downloads. Um, I would like to know, global music market, United States. So Middle East Africa is 3.9. Uh, sold his publishing company to Korea. Yeah, dude, I was reading a magazine that broke that down. Uh, this company cashed in a bag and was like, "All right, now I'm just gonna this that this parent thing. company, whatever he sold to." This magazine had a, a breakdown of it. They got freaking branches, bro. Branch on branch on branch, a whole freaking ecosystem. They can be mean to their customers. What are they called again? What's her name? I don't know. Top. I'm trying to find the global market share. Should I put in Google? Oh, oh the United States on me. Company. The U.S. music market seems to be utterly reliant on streaming as the music consumption. Uh, oh, really? That's interesting. Uh, the latest Buzz Angle report states that music streaming accounts for as much as 85% of all recording revenues, while the global average is at around 38 not what hmm. IFPI says about Africa or Latin America. Streaming revenues accounted for 85%. So what are we, what are we talking about, Buzz Report? Yeah, Buzz Report. Who's in, in IFPS, it says streaming for the whole freaking industry is like the biggest. Oh, who's bringing down the average, man? What kind? What, what region isn't streaming? Australia, is it you? We need to know. Who's not streaming? Hashtag bring streaming back. Um, That's me. I canceled everything. I have PI music report on the sixth page. There's a dope uh, historical graph of industry revenues. In 1999, it was all physical. 2021, all physical is down to like a fifth of all revenues. 2006, there was some digital streaming. 2006. And then freaking 2010 happened. What happened in 2010? That's right, the Jonas Brothers. Actually, who was popping in 2010? 2010, um, I was going to say the rise of Justin Bieber started in 2009. Okay, that makes more sense. Younger people, Justin Bieber, who else? Justin Bieber came about uh, like the cusp of the beginning of the streaming age. Around that time, we also had a lot of Kanye West. Uh, Christian Jay-Z was popping. Mm. Who else was I listening to? 2009, 2010. That was eighth grade. I don't know who I was listening to. Was I even alive? Can you actually confirm or deny that you lived in 2008? Do you have pictures? I literally have no proof. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I... It's, it's pretty cool that like people with kids now can really document like their whole life pretty easily. Yeah, I have videos of like 8th grade. I have some, some baby VCR stuff or like video camera, but only like one year. And then it just skips to like... <laughs> elementary I skipped my childhood 
That makes sense. If Justin Bieber, you get a lot of younger people. Uh, what label was Justin under? He was under Def Jam, I think. Was he? I believe so. Oh, wow. Technically, it says justinbieber.fam.com, which is a uh, thematic wiki page. He signs with Def Jam in 2008, but he was under the Def Island Def Jam music group published by Island Records, Teen Island from 2009 to 2011. So he was a, he was a couple. He's under like 11 music labels at once. It's a Def stack Jam, yeah. and Universal at the top. Yeah. It's, 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 uh, there's more levels in the freaking banging industry than there is the music. It's pretty one to one. It's basically like loans still. <laughs> so many people just like taking a fat check, like out of this poor little boy's cut. Banking and music, man. Why do you think uh, music is so pushed towards the, the forefront of culture? Because I think music is a drug that people can't get away from. But also, there's a whole lot of infrastructure that people get paid from. I think, um, I think like, a bunch of the shit is just like could be removed and more money could be allocated toward like producing more music. Have you seen Snoop Dogg's Death Row NFT on OpenSea? No. Death Row is becoming the freaking NFT label of a generation, dude. If you own the NFT, what does that mean? You're Maybe nothing. And it's not clear where at all. But you can buy masters. You can buy something and resell it and get money. But uh, death. If you look up death row NFT on OpenSea, OpenSea is a non fungible token, non fungible token marketplace. Uh, he has a whole bunch of collections that death row is putting out. And there was one mixtape that he put out that sold like over like two hundred fifty thousand in like a week. And then he has like meditation collection and like a country collection. Uh, not he, I guess Def Jam or Death Row rather, but they're they're buying freaking NFT assets to make a NFT artist. They're putting out artists they already have as little clips on NFT. They got acapellas and instrumentals that people can buy and flip. Uh, I would like to see what has been the floor for that. Um, Snoop, and he just he signed on like as a board to FaZe Clan, or like as FaZe Clan. He was aboard to something else. Same with Stephanie McMahon of WWE Lineage. Um, Death Row NFT. That's nuts. Snoop Dogg just like raking it in. Yeah, like he was like, yo, dude, we're going to become the NFT label just like Death Row was the first independent label. Um... 4,000 owners, floor price is super low, but there's a whole lot of items to be bought and sold. Volume traded, only 1k ETH. Get your freaking volume up. Okay. But, very interesting, to say the least. And he did it with, like, a freaking, a very fast pace. Like, he bought it in February, March... And then was like, yeah, we're going to at least freaking upload this to OpenSea and get people to give me $200,000. Which isn't a whole lot, but for a mixtape of random people. 
Fucking Snoop, dude. And the bio for Death Row NFTs. Bitch, you don't get no bio. Collections. Let's see. Where's my categories, eh? Um, hey, uh... Yeah, here we go, collections. There are one, two, three, four, five, six, twelve collections. Some only have like one thing. One is a... I have to click on all of them. One's a mixtape. One is a... Jesus Christ. Death Row Kids. <laughs> One is Death Row EDM. And these only have like a handful of tracks. Death Row Country Music. Country is spelled with uh, C-U-N-T-R-Y. Death Row oh, Alternative. Uh, so from a very bare bones skeleton view, death row R and B, basically just setting it up. You're like, all right, now, y'all ready for this? Dun 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 dun. Working a little NFTs. Then he worked with the he worked with Gala Music with his own thing, Sound Dot X Y Z, I believe, with I think the the main mixtape. Uh, his death row meditation track is sick. You could. Also, listen to all of these things right on OpenSea. But you don't own it. You don't own it. Quote, unquote, in the OpenSea marketplace. Um, Damn. Let's take a listen to a little bit of... Uh, of Death Row Christian. I think there actually might be. Oh, good. I won't be surprised. But, very cool. Very... First to do it. I mean, not the first to do it, probably, but you know, the first person to actually people care about to do it. He had some NFT rappers on there. There's a guy named Spotty Wi Fi. It's a great man. Yeah. He's like, I think a crypto punk has an avatar and it might be a person, might be an AI. I don't know. But he exists. Um, what are the headlines you got? It's the 10 o'clock hour. <laughs> it's the 10 o'clock hour. Let's go over uh, freaking, I don't know, what markets did. Markets were bad for like all the year and then they had a couple weeks and they were green and then it wasn't green today. Yeah, uh, Cardano peaked up a little bit. Thought about selling something. I mean, everything, I like, nah. everything peaked up. Yeah, but I only care about one thing. Cardano? That's where most of my money is right now, unfortunately. I would not a not a great move. That, that's kind of like a three, four level. I would get some Bitcoin in there. Oh, I definitely have Bitcoin. I have it. Um, but yeah, it was weird. This year has been super silly, and then this month has been green. And we're like, oh God, it's over. But it might be over in a little bit. I, I was assuming every week that it was going to go back down. And it didn't. Got to play what's in front of you, boys and girls. You know nothing. Just see what you see. That's Warriors right. in third place. The Lakers oh, are out of the gosh. playoff picture, except with this new structure where you can be freaking losers and still get in the playoffs. Get LeBron some eight. fucking help. <laughs> What'd you say? Get LeBron some fucking help. Is that a meme? Yeah. I feel like I've seen it somewhere. Snoop Dogg? Yeah, I remember. Oh, yeah. The Clippers. 
ruined my fucking Christmas, man. That was in that same clip? Yep. That's funny. Y'all make me sick of this shit. That's a classic drop. Second episode of season five. Clippers are eighth seed. Warriors are three seed. The San Diego Loyal of the United States Championship League or something is a minor league soccer league that you guys might want to get into. Maybe for you, uh, you might be into the Orange County Soccer Club. Who, me? Yeah, if you want to get into minor league soccer. <laughs> why, would I be, why would I get into Orange County soccer? Uh, you're in Orange County. <laughs> I'm not in Orange County. Uh, then you might like the uh, LA Galaxy 2, which is not as cool of a name. Did you think I live in Orange County? <laughs> you might as well. <laughs> Why? Uh, you know, it's just anything north. It's Orange County. I'm not an Orange LA. County boy. That's like a totally different country. <laughs> That's like a totally different country, totally different culture, totally different language. Like, they think differently over there. Just like Steve Jobs did before he's dead. I would like to live in Orange County. It's mad nice. Is it? Yeah, the streets are like paved with gold. Gold. Maybe like Newport or something? Ooh. Yeah. Newport's nice. I don't think I've ever been in Newport. It's a lot of old people. So it's Orange County. A lot of beaches. It's not just one beach, technically. No, I own it all. It could still be one beach. In fact, that would be one beach. It's just the crust of the country. It's a good crust, solid crust. Like like people like people who live in the middle of the country, they're the type of people that cut the, cut their crusts off. That's what, that's how they live, you know. And then yeah. people on the East Coast, they do it. They do triangles instead of square when they're cutting a sandwich. How do people just not go to the beach? That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. like I, I'm sure. Like I've said in the past, if I was somewhere. You was that like all right? This is what it is now, and these are the things that are here and are not here. But like, what you don't see the edge of the world? Yeah, you freaking nerds! You can't like just like look out into nothing. For real, like you got to find a, a, a wide open forest space, which like you could see that. Like you just don't see the horizon all the time. It's like sticking your head outside the window of a stuffy car. Yeah. Look into the horizon, think about things, and then that's where all the, the source ideas come from. All the, imagina- all the imagination that hasn't existed yet comes straight from looking out from the horizon. Not your own head. <laughs> it comes from the place where the sky meets the ocean. I love it. And these people over here in Montana said, oh, look at these beautiful mountains. The mountains touch the sky. No, dude. It's also risky. You could get drowned, okay? Tsunamis, earthquakes. That's what makes it cool. In beautiful Malibu, California. Except Malibu, because then you have like a high... Dude, the first time, I think it was the first time I went to, or like one of the couple of times I went to... um, um, Where did uh, Donish work at? Um, that area, West Elm, Santa Monica. Yeah, Santa Monica. First time I went to Santa Monica, I went with the homie uh, from San Diego, 
And like, I looked behind me, I just saw like a freeway. And I was like, this, I don't like this. But also I was, I went to, I was taking an outing to the beach. The person I was with wanted to like go to a beach where like right behind it wasn't civilization. And I was like, why would you want to go there? <laughs> Cause like, I want to get off the beach and like go to like a store and not like a marsh. Ah, so were you on PCH or something? Yeah, I was, uh, yeah, I mean, basically. <laughs> yeah. I like it over there. It was like, let's go to, let's go to the beach. But like behind it was one, a freeway and two, not civilization. And I was like, can we like drive like 10 more minutes so I can get like a coffee after I go to the beach? Yeah, I, I hike over there. It's quite nice. It wasn't PG. It was near San Diego, but same idea. Ugh. It was technically the same PCH, Pacific Coast Highway. There's one highway. There's the Pacific Coast. Um, the best coast, West Coast. Except for that fucking ocean is colder than balls. Also, if you're close to the south of the West Coast, there's probably poop in it. And also just like pollution of ocean in general but don't think too hard don't think too hard you think so you start thinking and then like microplastics you, you know, yeah the plastics and the like the trash goes in there it's like oh i get rid of my trash and then the garbage truck takes it. and then they just dump it they dump it in the water it's bad it's in my blood <laughs> it's literally just what i'm consuming the plastic i can just imagine for sure i'm just like point oh oh one plastic for sure that's we a just, lot point oh oh one we just don't give a fuck I mean, like, like, always in human society, there was things that weren't healthy for them that they did. And then the next generation is like, hey, this is like why everyone dies soon and feels bad at night. <laughs> it's because you guys are eating dolphin blubber. Dolphin's delicious. <laughs> I've never had dolphin. I feel like, I is America a place dolphins. where they're like, we can't eat dolphins? I feel like America would say that. Yeah, but we it's buy we buy it from the Japanese, and they still they what they do is I, I saw a documentary on this. Yeah, I know. They slaughter the dolphins to like because they're eating the fish, and they slaughter the dolphins for no reason, and then they catch the fish. That must be like one reason they started it. Oh, I don't know the one reason, but that's what they do now. <laughs> it was like now they just do this thing that has been done for hundred years. I mean, there was one guy that started. It's like he was either like, "Hey, do you guys want to kill some dolphins?" <laughs> Well, you think about it, like back in the day, like there's nothing else to do. I mean, if I was going to, if I was going to just ruthlessly kill one animal for fun, a dolphin would be a pretty fun one. It'd probably be difficult. They jump and they they look cool and they smile and you have a spear and you're like, yo, let's murder this fish in the face. Yeah. Dolphins, like they can rape you too. They got long penises. I never thought about their penis. Yeah, did you ever look up dolphin penis? Is there, does it resemble a cat penis? I was gonna look up dolphin penis. It's very long. <laughs> it's very long. It's pointy too. Does it resemble this the outer skin of a dolphin? No, it's pink. That'd be funny. <laughs> yeah, dolphins go crazy. Dolphins do be going crazy in the water, man. They like play and shit, and they like talk to each other, and they're smart. This guy on TikTok made a good. Um, point yeah because you know like one reason to not eat dolphins is because they're pretty intelligent but we also eat pigs 
which are more smart than cats and dogs. I tend to not like pork, but that's just me. Sure, sure, sure. I like bacon. But we also eat octopus, too, which are also very smart. Yeah, I mean, animals aren't, like, the dumbest thing ever. (laughs) Well, I mean, like, that's... Animals eat each other. Yeah, I don't think it's a super great argument. Like, I get it. Human has some more empathy for other animals. I think as long as you don't torture it, just eat it. Like, I mean... Who who tortures monkeys torture their stuff, huh? And like cats well, torture mice. Well, we also torture animals and don't eat them. With like zoos? No, for like research. But that's, you know, for the common good. A lot of the research though is like for, for no reason at all. I was reading this book. I'm not like I'm not a, like a save the animals kind of guy. But like I was reading this, like this, these things they did in the seventies and eighties, where they used to experiment on dogs, where they would like literally, literally just trying to see when the dog would stop, like when the dog would just give up. So they would put a shock collar on it, and there must be some. I mean, you could you could make some, <laughs> not not for it, but you can make at least it could, it could give you a spark for a new idea. It's a, kind yeah. of a, di- a divergent thinking via torture. But like, how many times do you need to test it? They did it on like thousands of dogs. I mean, you can't you can't use a small sample size. You gotta you gotta really have a big sample size. Just because they had the money to do so. What was the result? That's pretty interesting. They, they were, could graph like average so, pain tolerance. Well, yeah, that's interesting. Trying, I mean, it's not not interesting. It's interesting, but it's like <laughs> once you like once you have your answer, like okay, like we've done five dogs. We really need to do five. Uh, you you more. need a big sample. That's science, baby. That's just but, science. No, it's not. It's just extra money we have, so let's just do That's it just more. Science, more man. You need big sample size. And then, like, they don't do anything with that research. They just, like, shelve it. <laughs> That's basically been the past, like, two years of venture capital. That's bad. But with venture capital, animals aren't dying, presumably. No, no. Ah! Uh, no. No, just, uh, like, just money just being burned, and people's 401ks yeah, yeah. are just getting trashed. But, but there'll be one. The one company will be like, hey, we got it. Are we doing a pot up there, dude? What? What kind oh, of scarlet do you have? You have a two prong. Yeah, but you got to bring a an XLR. And shit. All right. We can. You know, I gotta clean my apartment. Just freaking. I mean. So what are you? So like, what are you, do you have? Like plans out here or? Yeah, I mean it's the conference the whole week. You meeting? You meeting? You meeting a chica? There's one guy. And. Uh, no, there's some people out there that I am in relationship with. Just gonna grab some sushi, some sushi. Probably not. I was gonna bring a lot of like soup. Do you have oh, a kitchen? I have a kitchen. Sick, dude. I have a, a a nice little patio. Not a patio. It's like a outdoor pool area. You can chill. I have a gym to get your gym on. Dude, man, I've been doing um like. Uh, like video peloton workouts of yeah. strength and one day i just did like like a google quick dumbbell arm workout mm-hmm. and i was like sore for the first time in like months and i was like all right enough <laughs> enough of that yeah I, w- I would love to hit a freaking bench oh yeah bench is great i've been jogging dude I, I, how is it i'm out of shape but it's good. I like it. How far? 
four miles. It's a lot. Yeah, it's a nice run. I go to like Echo Park. I stopped for like probably like four weeks now because yeah. I had my foot hurt. I needed to stretch more and I had like plantar fasciitis. That's why I can't go in the draft, everybody. I'm oh, old. Shit. Right, Lean no. into the pain. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not I'm not a young old millennial. I'm one of the old ones. The old millennial. I got, you know, just a whole bunch of things. Old millennials are the worst. <laughs> I <laughs> so hate how they give their children so much power and they, they get upset when their children disrespect them when they're like six. Nothing but uh a uh Dude, I was watching um, an interview with the guy that made that soft white underbelly thing that I was watching. Yeah, really cool interview. He's a he's a fun cat. He used to be like a, pr a premier Apple photographer. He's just oh, like a dope photographer, and he was like, "Yeah, I don't care about all this video stuff that's getting millions of views. I really care about like the photography." But uh, this project, and he was like, the, "The basically the root of this is like." Uh, unconditional love via parents for kids and like bad circumstances equals all this homeless and drugs and stuff. Damn. And he's like, yeah, that's basically why, like, I can't help all these people. This is kind of just like, he was, if I was, he said, if I was going to name the channel, something else besides soft white underbelly, it would have been unconditional love. Uh, I thought that was cool. <laughs> Doesn't have yeah. quite the best ring, but I mean, if the content was the same, love. Unconditional love. That sounds like a uh, that sounds like a high school project. And software underbelly sounds like a filmmaker's like life project thing or something. Yeah, but that's kind of like what it is. But it was like all the film stuff was secondary for him. I was doing some stuff at Skid Row. Yeah, drugs. That's where his studio is, dude. Um, want to go in? You want to meet? That's where your studio is. No, his. Oh, really? You had to probably, be right in the midst of it. He probably pays like he gives the money. 20 bucks a fucking month for rent. Probably more. Oh, gives that money out the studio. Um, Speaking of, dude. Um, everybody on there says good morning, I've noticed. In Skid Row? Yeah. They say good morning? They like, like you. I was there in the morning. Yeah. Everybody that walked by me was like, good morning. Good morning, dude. And I was like, good morning. But then you come over here to this bougie apartment. People won't even look you in the eye. I, th I still think that's a overpopulation thing. I was thinking, like, why do people in the South do that? I think it's because there's less people. Dog, I'm going to take you to Skid Row. It is dense. Not that. I mean, just in L.A. in general. Oh. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't uh, not believe it's dense. I kind of feel like people just love each other there more. But I also know there's I don't also, think that's like, true a lot of... <laughs> Well, I don't know, dude, because, like, there's, like, there's a park I have to, like, go, like, not work at, but, like, go scout. And, like, people over there, they're just hanging out laughing and shit. But I also know there's a lot of, like, rape and shit that goes on and, like, robbery. I mean, it's a community. It's, 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 most, it's most likely what you're seeing is a micro, a small version of a society as a whole. Where sometimes you have to work as, like, a family. And other times, like, in L.A., people are scared that you're going to get killed i think there's also a lot of like religious faith over there there's Maybe. always like church music like also inspiring. probably skewed towards older people so yeah most of them are like in their 40s that's where with the part of 
good surrounding parental situation comes from 40 years ago. Dang, Probably dang, stems from freaking crack rolling through. <laughs> and then everybody there that's wearing like rich clothes, they're the scum of the earth because they're the ones selling the drugs to the people. They also said that um, a lot of people down there got really good clothes just because like that's one of the programs. Like they get super nice clothes. There's a lot of programs. They have like free haircuts and shit. Housing. Housing. But it just starts with unconditional love. You know, just don't, you know, try to have a good, I guess it's not the parents' fault per se, but. I don't like my child. Probably shouldn't have one then. That would suck, dude. Well, here's the thing, dude. So like back in the day, like now I'm very much like, now I'm very much like, if you have a kid, it's 100% your fault. Especially, especially the woman because she always has 100% say. Um. But, like, back then, like, they didn't have, like, contraceptives like they did now, like they do now. So, like, you kind of just had to, like, wish for the best. That's why families were so big. Pull out. Pull out. But, like, I feel like they didn't have, like, access to the internet. Like, I feel I'm the master of the pullout. Guys, if you want some pullout game, this is what you do. After you fuck, after you dig out some guts, <laughs> you, you pull out and you ejaculate onto her, her tummy. And then, before you pee again, I mean, before you have sex again, you make sure you both pee. She needs to pee because it reduces the risk of UTI significantly. And you need to pee because you might have some sperm in your urethra, right? That's just chilling. That didn't come all the way out. So when you insert back into her again, that sperm can impregnate her, right? So, but when you pee, that... The pee like literally kills all the sperm in your urethra because they come out the same hose, and then you can just insert it in again. So, what I always do is I take a nice, I take a nice piss between every between every sex, and then we're good to go. And I always pull out like I give myself like five seconds buffer time. Sure, sure. Pull out early, you know. Broadband, broadband spectrum. Yeah, give my course too if you want some 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 serious game. Trust pilot for you is real low. Real high. Real high, dude. 100%, 99.99% chance you won't get pregnant from this if you follow the steps, steps correctly. See, then someone says, I did get pregnant. And then you say, well, that's not what I said to do. That's on you. Well, I, I can't stop miracle babies from happening. So This if is you, what I said to do. And if you didn't do this, then what are you complaining about? Well... That's not a complaint about customer service or anything. Servicing customers. Well, yes, it's something different than giving you the product. But actually, you know what? Abstinence is the best contraceptive. Like, for real. Have you ever thought to yourself, oh, it's been about more than nine months. I'm in the clear. No. Because <laughs> they just overlap so frequently. So I, don't, I, I stopped thinking about that. And also, uh, JP Morgan's got to the markets. It's a little dry for this podcast. Wait, over nine months? You probably know within like three months at least, right? Well, Unless, then you, there's no baby that popped out. What if, what if it's like five years later? And he's like, hey, this is your <laughs> son, Blake. Oh, what up, Blake? Papa! <laughs> what up, do you into crypto or what? <laughs> mm, Papa, I want a hug. I mean, let's talk about 
money first, right? So I, I want to play with Legos, <laughs> Papa. So the thing is that the banking infrastructure in the world is kind of just like it's a little bit of a flim flam, and that's called fiat, right? What's Coco Melon, Papa? <laughs> Coco Melon. Papa. See, Coco Melon is like the reserve currency of the world. If you control Coco Melon, then you can control a lot of things. You ever seen those videos of? Parents playing the Coco Melon song, and then the kid just like runs in from the other room, <laughs> like a like a Pavlovian dog. Yeah, it's great. Would you ever name your kid Brown? First Brown? Name? Yeah, Brown. The color? No. What? Yeah. Sometimes I think of names, and I, I think Brown is like my top two. Not that I'm like will absolutely do, but of cool names that could happen. Like Brown. you could call him Brownie. It'd probably be a dude. Uh, like hey Brownie. I gotta say. It's a terrible name. Terrible, eh? I like. I gotta say, like, I you know, the negative feedback not, is always the best feedback to know. And, and tell me why. Why do you think? It just doesn't hit. Doesn't hit. It doesn't Brown, like, dude. Doesn't like. It, I just like feel like he should. I just think of the color. Nah, you'll think of him. That's brown. brown. Even That's if brown, it wasn't bro. a color, it's just an ugly sounding word. Like you think of jade, uh, like O or like M emerald. But jade or, is like a pretty sounding word. So is brown. Brown is like, uh, like maybe uh, like orange. Orange. Like orange. I think of the color, but that could still be a name, you know. Brown or could orange. be a name. Brown is is super just a proud man, you know. Brown is a last name. No. Brown is a last. It could name. be his name could be Brown Brown. Brown Brown. James. What about a middle name or nickname Brownie? Brownie. It's like Brownie. LeBroni, but Brown. I think I got some names. What about LeBron? It's like LeBron, but Brown. John, Johnny Jr. I don't think I'd give my kid a junior. This is the name I like for girls. Jacqueline. Jetta. Rome. Jetta? Jetta. Rome? Rome, like the city. What about Roan with an N? What about Rowan? Rowan? Yeah. I knew a wrestler who was a big old guy named Rowan. Robin. I feel like Robin would be like, she'd just be fat. I can't have that daughter. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Grace. Uh, I've known some attractive Graces. Mia. Attractive Mia? I like like really short names, you know? It's like, it's just short. I was, I was, but these are just like names, you know? Like what I bring to the table brown there was a like rather is another one rather i like yeah rather. you like rather kind of wow because rather is a big one for me because i i say it kind of frequently just like in sentences and i'm like yo rather would be kind of dope you like rather huh kind of girl or guy a, a mischievous little boy nah, it, do, it does sound like a little freaking white dude running around fucking steve jobs kids name is reed hmm. i think after the college uh, I can't name my kid Arizona or I had university. A, a mock trial teacher. He was a judge. He was obsessed with Abraham Lincoln. His son's name was Lincoln. Lincoln's kind of a name, which is kind of a last name, first name. Lincoln. Yeah. Call him Link. What up, Link? That's Rhett. Cool. Rhett. Rhett. So you like rather, huh? Wow. Rather. But for a guy. Uh, yeah, I think of it like a, like a I think I skewed a little male. Well, I don't think it could be horrible as a female either. 
Well, good thing. Good thing is now you can choose your gender. So <laughs> you could probably, I mean, not not mentally, but choose your sex in the future, probably. What do you think about the Texas thing that's going on? I haven't read into it because I don't. Yeah, is it is it a horrible law? No, it's just saying that if um, you engage in any kind of like hormone therapy for your for a child under 18 it it would be uh child of, consider child abuse um uh, i kind of agree, I agree. Uh, we 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 talked about this before like if you do something before or after 18 um i mean I kind of disagree because you like I get the 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 child parent perspective, but like you're also telling me what's good I can do with my kid. It's a little overarching yeah, but it's government like, uh... there, eh? A little government telling you what you can do, eh? Yeah, but the government's job is also to like. Remember, I've made this point before also to, like, protect the next generation from, like, a, like basically to make the next generation turn into adults. Why is, that, why, is that, why is that the one thing you like the government to do? Why is that? No, For I'm not saying. country? Well, if the, government's, if the government's job is to basically grow the population, right? But then once the population is grown... The government's job is just to protect their rights then you know but also like a child whether 16 17 18 is considered an adult um like they just don't know 100 percent what's best for them couldn't you say that's just still a person making their own decision no that's a child making a decision like yeah we we you have to agree that, like, like, like when you were seventeen, like, you just saw the world differently. You know, you didn't think of like the future as much as you do now. Your 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 fucking your your brain wasn't like a hundred percent formed. Whatever so they say. This is how law is right now, but okay for the not okay for government to tell you what to do after adult. Okay, what the government to tell you what to do under legal adult age, which has changed. Yes. No, not okay for, so not okay for the government to tell you what to do. As an adult. With, as an adult, but. Okay, under. Not, but also not okay for the government to allow you to let your child do something that could harm them. I think because you know, then you, you're also do, you, saying, do you think the government should let people do whatever they want with their child? No, but then you're saying this category of action of hormone therapy is is abuse. I think so because it's like totally it's it's such it's such it's such an extreme shock on a child's body, and I don't think a child has enough foresight to like really factor in the repercussions of what like could happen down the line. Cause you could be, you could be like, Oh, I want to be a woman when I'm 17, 
but now I'm 25 and I don't necessarily think the same way, but I had irreparable hormone surgery when I was 17 and now I can't go back because my parents let me do it. Yeah. I still don't think that should be garnered as child abuse under the guise of the law. I was reading this thing. Do you remember that girl who, uh, she was 16 and she married like a 45 year old guy. And it was like, it was on the news for a while. Her name was Courtney Stodden. Mm. And she did an interview. I just read, she's like 27 now. And she basically said that her mother let her marry a pedophile. And, Mm. and she was basically saying that like, she was 16. She didn't know any better. Her mother should have been like, responsible and like put her on like the correct path and not let her like marry a a full-grown man because she was saying i was 16 like i didn't i didn't know i was just thinking in the present and not like i think it's kind of the same thing and now she's an adult and she still has like those memories of like sleeping with that guy forever irreparable damage is there penalties for kids getting pregnant before 18? Oh, I don't know. I don't think so. It's a little different than parental consent, but... Well, so here's the thing. I don't know, like, I don't know, like, the, like, the, like, the sex laws, but I'm pretty sure... Do you need to be... You don't have to be 18 to buy condoms, do you? They don't, like, they don't check ID. Mm. I, I, I still don't think that should be, be classified as child abuse. I, I understand the perspective of I... letting someone get a little older before you do a lot of bodily function, but is that a question? Well, so like, I don't know. I don't know. Like, is it is it is two sixteen year olds having sex illegal? I, I think legally, no. Depending on the age of the state. Yeah, so like the the age of if the age of consent is eighteen, yeah, then, and then a teenager gets pregnant. Are you asking if the the parents should be in trouble? Not exactly, but it's a good thought experiment. Like, there's no ramifications for kids getting pregnant young. I don't know. I don't think so. Well, that's like that's like that's like you. That's like I guess like let's say if my kid gets pregnant. And I told her, and I said, hey, don't have sex until you're, like, an adult. And she goes and does it anyway. Like, I, I can't stop her from doing that. But in this case, like, with the hormone stuff, like, wouldn't you have to go to a doctor and be like, hey, I want this for my kid? So there's, like, the parental barrier there. Yeah. I still don't think that should be classified as child abuse. Unless, like, they, I don't know how else they would get it. Because how is that, like, I understand. Below 18, different than you would be after. You're still making a decision with your kid, most likely with your kid, to do something. So what if you, like, what if you, like, what if your kid wanted to smoke cigarettes? And you're like, okay, you made the decision with your kid. And, like your kid just wanted to do it and you knew that like, okay, like this is bad, but I'm still gonna, I'm still gonna let my kid do it because they want to do it. Do you think that's child abuse? Something that like could have 
irreparable damage to the That's still, I mean, everything affects your future. Is this going to, is is hormone therapy a a killer on, on people? Or is it just something people might regret later? Oh, I don't know if it kills people, but it's like, Something well, that's what that's what basically you have to classify it as under. This is something that is detrimental to health. Well, I'm not a doctor, but I would assume something that like totally changes the course of your puberty when you're a child is not the best for your health. Perhaps. I think that's why in the majority of places you need to be an adult to make the decision whether or not you want to go through that. Sure. Is there anything else health-wise that is online with something that can kind of be drastic? Well, we got the internet right here. We can look it up. Um, effects of hormone. Well, you're going to find polarized news articles either way. I'm not trying to be a scientist on the internet. Well, I don't know how else to answer this question. We should might as well use the resources in front of us, right? Is there anything analogous to that in the health decision world? Well, like, uh, well, any, any, any major, even minor health thing a kid can't do by themselves. You can't even no, buy you, ty- you have to have parental consent. You can't even buy Tylenol without, like, having, being 18. But, but is there anything else that is akin in the same lane as, as a horm- hormone therapy? Surgery? I was thinking of that. Usually um, don't have kids running around with implants. Uh, is it more akin to smoking cigarettes than it is to surgery? I'm sure some people might want to skew it that way. I think it's more akin to smoking cigarettes because if a kid has to get surgery, they like, need the surgery. Not, a kid not, might not. want hormones or a kid might want to smoke cigarettes. They don't need to do that. I still think it's asinine to call it child abuse under the law. You do? A bit. I, uh, okay, we can agree to disagree. I see the case. Um, yeah. I do find that kind of funny, though. Not funny, but very interesting dichotomy of government child, government no child. Like, government law impeding on people's lives and decisions under a certain age. Well, okay, so do you agree that the government should get involved when a child is being, like, physically abused? Or do you think that the government should not be involved in that case? Because, you know, I'm a libertarian, but I do think there are some situations where, like, the government should be involved. This is not related to that and me bringing it up is kind of a dumb segue but there was a headline for a state don't know if it's true or not thought experiment uh state by state instead of federal interracial marriage state by state instead of federal interracial marriage where states can choose if interracial marriage is legal or not wasn't that wasn't that the case because there were some states where you couldn't get married if you i could be wrong but i'm pretty sure there were some states where you couldn't get married if sounds right right. do you think that is okay state by state versus federal i do think i would say yes 
I would say like, dude, every, I would say like today, most people would be like, that's, that's, that's ridiculous that a white and a black person can't get married because they're, they're both humans. You know, I don't think Texas and Louisiana would automatically be like, okay, this is banned. Because first of all, people need to vote on it. So, and the overall sentiment in the United States in 2022 is for the most part, interracial marriage is okay. And if, and if there is one state that had a really good election process, if there was one, one state where it was like a 51% to 49% black really, and white, really rock the married, vote, if you will, really rock the vote, then yeah, that's, that, that's their, that's their decision. And people that don't agree with that have the autonomy to move to another state. Interesting. Um, yeah, I don't live in Texas. I personally I think. think that's wrong. I just want to say, but you know. Yeah. I, yeah, sure. I don't live in Texas, <laughs> and I guess that makes me have the ability to not care to debate this. Um, I still think it's a little bit asinine. All right. Um, I don't have much else. Amazon. Oh, dude. Amazon went through with an MGM deal, I think, or something with MGM. Oh, yeah. Closed. It was a long time. Brought that up like a year ago. Just going through all the financials, making sure it's not a monopoly. Of course it's a monopoly. Of course. Well, not really. They have competition. Disney, Netflix, Apple. Um, they got a lot of, a lot studio of smaller power. studios. Yeah. There's no fun headlines on it. Um, um, Mackenzie Bezos gave a bunch of money to Planned Parenthood. Like a lot. <laughs> Let me see Interesting how much I wonder what the move is. And it's like, dog, is she going to run out? So she gave $3.8 billion to 465 organizations since June, $275 million to Planned Parenthood. That's not that much. That's, I think that's their, their largest gift ever made. Yep, their largest gift ever made to the organization. I still think it's that much. <laughs> well, I mean, comparatively to the rest of her wealth, no, but that's a lot for them. Like, it's just a drop in the bucket from her. She probably makes that every week. James Bond project announced. Um, well, let's go on. Mackenzie Bezos, Billy's. What does she mean? What is, does she have income? Does she have any companies? I know she has some uh, uh, foundation, I think. Or, I don't think she has joint income. Joint Bezos. But I'm pretty sure that... Probably killer wealth manager, Mackenzie Bezos. Probably the best in the world. <laughs> probably the best money can buy. Probably the largest team. You probably don't need a large team, man. You need a simple team. Probably just like... She probably doesn't even like talk to them. She's just like, just throw money here, please. And then For she real? goes about her day. Goes just with her just boyfriend. Like Owens a sick like VC cap slash bank manager. I gotta say, I was having this conversation with my boy Chris, and he doesn't think that 
fitness is that important when you get rich? And I was like, bro, who cares if you're rich and you're sick or that's fat? Like, that's like what most of these people are looking for in terms of capital allocation is health. In I terms like, of just yeah. like good sectors that make money is health. <laughs> like the longer you live, the more you get to enjoy your money. And also... I feel like when I'm rich, I want to go even harder on fitness because I want to be like, there's nothing else to do. Yeah. You know, brain puzzle as well. It's good. Good for the brain. Good for the blood. I'm so hungry. 436 Habitat for Humanity. Mackenzie Bezos. Um, Scott, rather. Mackenzie I was Scott. watching. Uh... <laughs> oh, she's married again. Bezos? This is X. Yeah, Dan to Dan Jewett. Wonder what he Legit? does. Legit. They met in 2017 when they were both still married. Bezos and Scott issued their divorce announcement two years later in 2019. <laughs> the first question is, what is Dan Jewett's salary? Dan <laughs> Jewett is estimated to earn about sixty thousand dollars annually. He has to do something else. <laughs> He's just a funny guy. Uh, that's. Quite the tale. Who is he married to? Uh, Jewett is a science teacher. <laughs> oh, he's, he's not married to anybody, but he's dating Lauren Sanchez, the girl he cheated on her with. She's a helicopter pilot. I'm confused. I thought we were talking about Bezos' ex-wife. Oh, I thought you asked me who Jeff Bezos is married to now. But I don't know. Dan is Jewett he married is, to someone now? No, nah, he's just dating. I think. Oh, okay. Dan Jewett is a science teacher at Lakeside School in Seattle. Sick. Which is where Scott and Bezos' children currently study. Damn, Ew, what gross. the fuck, dude? City boys up, bro. Fucking city boys up. The co-ed high school in Washington State costs 38000 per year and has been graded the best private high school in Washington. So, like, do you think he ever pulls out his wallet? Serious question. Bezos? No, no, Jewett. Who's, who's, who's Jewett married to? Jewett is married to... Scott. Mackenzie Scott. Okay. And he's a, allegedly a teacher. He's a science teacher. Whoa. Whoa, dude. And wait, that was their kid's old school? Yes. That's gross. <laughs> That's nasty, bro. Damn. You know, you know what's funny? Is in my high school, there is a lady teacher who was dating another teacher, broke up with that teacher, and then married another teacher in the same school. That's foul. That's <laughs> just a little bit like, really? Dude, there's, I don't get how people have like, like there's this fucking, there's this girl at my job, dude. She's fucking around with this fucking guy that works there too. And she's always crying about it. I'm like, you know, there's other people in the world. You don't have to come to work and like see them all the time. Like people have such small mindsets. There's literally billions of guys and gals out there. Yeah. I mean, I mean Imagine just casually dating the richest woman in the world. It's probably interesting. I bet you when he like so like let's just ask go out for to all dinner, the secrets. She probably doesn't know. She, knows she probably likes him because he doesn't care about that stuff. Uh, yeah. Huh. But um, imagine like going out to dinner and the dinner is like 150 bucks or something, and he pays for it. She probably was like, "Whoa, that's a lot for him. Like he <laughs> loves me a lot." It's like literally like a fucking full day's work for him. And I made Look, that. be a play toy. I literally made that in, in, the, in the, the millisecond. Like it would be worth it for me to pick that up off the floor. 
Mackenzie Scott looks like she'd be a comedian. She looks like she'd be a, a science teacher too. <laughs> she does. <laughs> she probably was, bro. Yeah. She's probably an engineer. I wonder what she did before. Pre-Bezos. She said that, Jeff Bezos said that um, he used to eat like shit. She destroyed, she didn't destroy, she wrote a book at the age of 642 pages and it was destroyed by a flood. Damn, I've been married since 93. Uh, literary career, she wrote a debut novel. Oh, she's a book person. It's, it's just freaking research. But what was she doing before that? Oh, bachelor's at Princeton University. She's a book person. She just does books. And Bezos was like, hey, dude, I'm making a book company. And she but was they were like, married before dude. that, right? Uh, 93, oh. Bezos married. Scott was one of the Amazon's first employees, which is a book company. Makes sense. Involved in early like, days, like working on the company's story. name, business plan, accounts, and shipping. She she was she was a a vital part to the book industry that he needed. Oh, nice. Did they share equity? <laughs> I don't think so. I mean, or was somewhat, just, somewhat, yeah. She It'll was like, okay, divorce. I'm married. If it doesn't work, like while we're married, my money is his money. If we break up, I'll get half the company. So it's cool. Yeah, I mean, equity via divorce, which is you know how a lot of marriages have worked in the past. Yeah. So, their daughter's adopted from China. I wonder why Jeff was like, you know what? I'm gonna fuck this girl that's not my wife. Probably the booty was just too too good. Mackenzie like, Scott wrote. The Testing of Luther Albright, the debut novel, published in 2005. I wonder what she does now. I just write books all the time. I just reads all day. Sick. You can legit have the courtesy of doing so. So she became the third wealthiest woman in the world in 2019. Oh, that's going to be her top two favorite books. 36 billion. 2020, she became the richest woman with 62. Literally doubled her net worth in a year. Same. Amazon's about to have a stock split. Yeah. I'll probably buy the entry. That's nice because it's not $2,000 a share. Yeah. Dang. Bezos would never apparently let Amazon split. I don't know the mechanics of it off top, but there's only his jassies and board, you know what I'm saying? I wonder why Jeff Bezos didn't want that. I think it's something detrimental to a CEO position or company or something. Damn, he got seven years on her. That's not that much. That's not that much when you're old. Yeah. But like, you know, if I were to be like, yo, here's my 18-year-old girlfriend, would you be like, oh, that's normal? I was thinking the other way, like 25 plus seven. Uh. 18? Would you be like, would you be like, eh, I don't know, dude. Yeah, that's when the government's going to have to step in. Well, 19's, a, 19's an adult. I mean, that's, that's lame. I don't get why you would date someone you can't drink with. <laughs> so what are you going to do, go out for pizza? That's stupid. Like, at least 21. Yeah, I think that, that has been the, uh, the mindset for about four years now. Or at least three. Go out for pizza. <laughs> that's and stupid. Automatically have beer with it. 
Damn. What else is new? What's popping? What's coming down the pipeline? Oh, I'm actually going to. Oh, I don't know. I don't even know what I was going to say. Nice. Oh, I was going to say I'm going to um, San Diego on Wednesday. <laughs> That's where you're from. What's, in, what's in SD? Nothing. It's just not here. I just sometimes like, sometimes I like to make little getaways. Sure, sure, just sure. Little mini, mini-cations. I suggest the like four beaches in a row. Just go beach hopping. Which is the best? Um, Might not have time to hit four. Maybe one. Uh, I mean, don't say where I live, but I would probably, I'd probably come here. Okay. Or at least for like maybe, I mean, like none of the beaches have fun, like uh, civilization behind it, kind of. I mean, yeah, I'd come here. Sweet. And then maybe like La Jolla or something. Just get away from the hustle and bustle, New York, you know? <laughs> yeah. What do you what do you do on a beach? Yeah. Read and sleep. I smoke some weed. I read on a beach for the first time. I dislike it. Maybe if I had a chair it'd be a little different, but like I kinda just like I have a chair. Yeah. I just don't like it when it gets really cold. Then i then I just I wear it like I like walking on beaches. And like I'm looking in the beaches. distance from afar. I don't like sleeping on beaches like when I don't have a chair. That shit's uncomfortable. I might have slept on beaches before. Like not overnight, but as a nap. Just to rejuvenate after a long beach day of debauchery. Fucking, what's his name? Jordan Peterson said something like, a lot of people want to get rich so they can just drink a margarita on the beach all day. That's kind of boring. And that's like, he's like, that's all you're gonna do. You're gonna get fat, and I was like, "Yes." I mean, like an hour drink, worth of fun. No. I wouldn't drink a margarita on the beach. Like thirty minutes on the beach. It's Such like a small sliver. Out of the day. Like, it, eventually, you get to a point in your goal, and you hit it, and you feel the same, and then you're like, "All right, now what?" My goal is, and you always want more. Do you though? I yeah. Mean, I've, I've hit so, so here's a goal. The, this is me. Let's say, let's say I'm more. making, let's say I have like $10 million and I have no need to work for, like I can do anything. I want more. I feel like I'm not the kind of guy to be like, all right, let's go to a billion. Kind of. I would probably disagree. Because at like some point it's like. You, at some point you will realize I have more money than I need to survive and enjoy myself. But also that's because the real thing I want isn't monetary. It's just like good relationships with people and security. That being said, security monetarily wise is about a couple levels over like 10 mil. I just want like security and freedom. Security is a lot more than what people think it is. Well, freedom, free, freedom is the main thing. Freedom is the main yeah. thing. 
even sure but you get that and still you'll be like all right the whole thing i want is peace and good relationship in my life yeah but like let's say you have 10 million dollars you don't have to like actively work to make more money i wouldn't be like okay time to make another company i'd be like okay i want to hire somebody that's the best at turning this into more money and he's gonna like i don't know lend it out yeah you st- you'd still want to allocate capital yeah but i wouldn't like part. i wouldn't like fucking sit around and spend it all day but no but i'm, I'm saying, saying business-wise allocate capital would i see would i go as hard as i'm going now i don't know you'll feel the same either way like i've hit a goal and i've been like all right that wasn't big enough what was your goal uh it's in me it's in me huh i don't i don't want to share out loud it's it's nothing like life-changing but that's a goal i needed to hit which is life-changing yeah my goal was just to quit my job and i did that but i also still kind of have a job but it's like working for myself nice come on everybody enjoy thanks for listening Drink some water. Call someone you should probably call. Good day. Good day.